Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. Um, so welcome to a special Halloween episode of the Fragments of Silicon Reviews. Uh, Approximately. <laughs> well, this episode specifically, because we are starting things off by reviewing the game Outlast. Now, it, it's the you know token scary game we got in the lineup this week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. also why we got three games uh, this particular session. You know, anyway, um, first a note, um, if you're watching the video, uh, either live or recorded, you'll note that we've got a trailer going on here. It isn't because Petty Fan has the game, it's because, well, half the staff here are cowards. Who, <laughs> you know, who did not react well to the horror of Outlast. Yeah. Also, this, this game this, is this really is not... violent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I'm like... Okay, so we're going to start on this. Well, outside of that. Um, yeah, Outlast is, you know, probably one of the more famous indie horror games in recent memory. Like, um, I want to say it's another one that um, was propagated by uh, the YouTube Screamer set. You know, see also like Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and others. And, you know, in terms of structure, it's definitely... Um, got the structure of an indie horror game. Um, and what that entails is, well, you know, a lot of running, a lot of defenselessness, a lot of um, light sources. You are an investigative photojournalist. You do not have a gun. No, no. It, it, <laughs> I'm like, this is a particular blend of survival horror that's a lot older than people think. If only because um, not a lot of people have played the Clock Tower series, and they really should because that was a really underrated series of games. They yeah, were. I've heard I've heard really good things about that, and that's one of the ones that I was able to yeah. read let's plays of. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I, yeah, I have bad experiences with horror. If I even just, I don't even like watching people play horror. <laughs> I played the first game and the third game in their spiritual successor, um, Haunting Ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're pretty good. Okay, is it like the... Did you play the actual first game or like the first game that got released over here? Because I believe like the Clock Tower se- series was um, subject to one of those weird numbering conventions. Like the, like the first game released here was actually the second game or some shit like that. 
I my... played the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, there we go. No, it's because um, yeah, the, the first game got a remake on a, the PlayStation. I remember. Yeah, before. it's been a while. But yeah, it, it's like you know, and if you've ever played the Clock Tower series, uh, you know, like the first one, well, you basically play Jennifer Connelly as she has to deal with um, you know, a serial killer called the Scissor Man. Mm-hmm. Who, and that's actually a lot more relevant than it should be in this review because the holy fuck, <laughs> the, you know, it's like. Um, yeah, the, this game doesn't pull any punches or scissors or, uh, yeah. Insert this dismemberment device yeah, all, here. All you really get for setup for this is that uh, there was an asylum that was reopened by a pharmaceutical medical company recently. That's, uh, act, that's uh, actually not true because um, there... Well, I mean at the there, beginning. Well, actually, it's because... Um, Later on, they released a DLC uh, campaign called The Whistleblower, which is a prequel to this, which details Uh how um, the whistleblower got his message to um, the detective. Right, yeah, I'm just talking about in the the main game. Fair enough. You don't get get a whole ton of background. You got a message from a whistleblower that they're doing some pretty fucked up shit in this asylum. And yeah. that you should go and check that out, so maybe you can shut them down. And then you're a journalist, so you go to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you know you're heading to a you know a psychiatric hospital called um, Mount Massive. Um, you know it's your you know it's your um, stock bedlam house. You know it, it's that you know when you think of creepy, decaying um, mental nineteenth-century mental institutions, um, this this thing's got you covered. Don't mm-hmm. spare the patient abuse. Yeah, I'm like, well, well, and that's kind of the that's kind of why Miles is investigating because um, allegations of egregious abuse have been sent to him, mm-hmm. and so you know, like the idiot that he is, he decides to go alone and unarmed. Yeah, I'm like, you know, if this were a horror movie and he wasn't the uh, main character, he'd be one of the people who got axed. Or, you know. A dedicated pacifist journalist, I guess, but yeah, it, like I said, I'm still gonna call him an idiot because you know, <laughs> he's yeah, too brave for his own good. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like it's also he gets pummeled the fuck in this game, yes, <laughs> you know, not, not the least of which what happens later. <laughs> And anyway, um, so the, um, the Outlast game here is also um, kind of old from our perspective. Uh, originally released in 2013 um, for the yep. PC and PlayStation 4. Xbox version came a little later. Uh, it, you know, it's old enough where a sequel got released this year, a few months ago, actually. Uh, yeah, the reason why we're reviewing it now is because it was free on Humble Bundle recently. Yeah, it, about a month ago they made it free, and I'm like, you know, we wanted to do a game for Halloween, so that made for a good opportunity because you know it was free. Mm-hmm. Like, did try to get the sequel, for, uh, you know, for reviewing purposes, but that didn't pan out. Sometimes these things don't work. Um, but it, you know, that's fine. Um. Anyway, uh, let me see. So. 
yeah, the gameplay is pretty much hide and seek. If if I have to boil it down to its basics, world's most hardcore game of hide and seek. Oh no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, there's a pretty there's pretty decent emphasis on the like it has open door close open door slowly or quickly differences. It has you can duck and move around fairly well and there's a lot of emphasis on the fact that you have a camcorder because that's your night vision and when you don't have it up you uh, don't get to record notes on what you've seen because you're a journalist and you're trying to record stuff right and it's not just you know hiding it's also um, stealth you know stealth movement because there are yeah. sections where um, you have you know basically like mental patient guards who you know, move and obstruct your w way, and there's not always a hiding spot nearby, so you've got to move carefully, you know, you, you know, do the crouch walk, the whole nine yards. And stick to the shadows. You know, and yeah, you know, this game does the full gamut of horror, you know, from not just, you know, from shock horror to atmospheric horror, to the fucking jump scares. Yes, there are fucking jump scares. Yeah, one of the first scares in the game is a jump scare. Mm -hmm. you know, and it has um, really good suspenseful music to uh, lead you up to those, and also uh, there are audio cues in the music for mm -hmm. when you've been seen or stuff, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, you you gotta pay attention to the sound, which is further nerve-wracking. Yeah. This music is very um, screeching violin. Is a, is a good way of putting it. Like, and yeah, like I said, if you're of the faint of heart, yeah, look elsewhere. Um, mm -hmm. If I had to make a personal re recommendation of a game like this, but far less bloody, far less you know hostile saw levels of violence. Um, Canarium from, you know, a few months ago. You know, it's got a similar structure, you know. Yeah, but lo it's Lovecraftian horror, which is more existential dread and less uh, fear of immediate bodily harm. Right. It, it, it's less getting your fingers cut off with scissors. <laughs> or getting impaled or decapitated or any of that, really. Yeah, there are there are supernatural elements in this game, kind of, more or less, but the, a lot of the scary stuff is not that supernatural. It's just... Yeah, it's just, you know... Yeah. Nutty people who want to kill you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this... Yeah, this game isn't exactly the best framing device for the mentally handicapped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course... The, the um, conceit here is that the evil corporation has been doing um, supernatural experiments, and you know that that's what's really going on here. And that, that, that's not really a spoiler that you know that, that gets mentioned in like the beginning notes. Yeah, literally, there's a note on a guy's desk who the game casually walks you into that basically says they've been doing experiments on people. Yeah, with, with this weird uh, ma like. I'm trying to remember what the name was. Mm. Like, yeah. You know, what did you trying to think of? Um, the, like, the project itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, project Wall Rider. Yeah, there we go. So, you know, and 
Um, let's see. I mean, I suppose if there's an issue with this game is there's not a lot of variance in the actual gameplay, but I mean, that's not what it's setting out to do. Um, it's a fairly lengthy game too. Like a mm -hmm. lot, uh, like I put about eight hours in and about halfway through. Like, yeah, I, I play more, but you know, with the way our assembly line reviews go, you know, got to move on to the next project. I actually managed to beat both the main game and the DLC, so that's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, I, I certainly saw enough to get my mind around what this game um, was going for. And yeah, it's like you know, if you're like petty fan here and you play games for empowerment fantasies, uh, <laughs> this is just the wrong genre to look. <laughs> because yeah, I, I'm like. We give, you know, it's called survival horror for a reason. Mm -hmm. Although, honestly, there are a lot of games that severely bend the definition of sur of the survival horror. Uh, oh, yes. This is this is pretty straightforward. Uh, there are things that want to kill you. Yeah, this I is guess the classic the definition of it. I guess the easiest way to yeah. survive the horror would be just to not be there, but you're dedicated to your job and possibly stupid. Yeah. yeah, the logical idea would have been come out, walk out the way you came, and never go back. Yeah, other, but you can't do that because otherwise we wouldn't have a game. Yeah, and this and this isn't like um, Resident Evil or Silent Hill where you know your resources are limited or your um, combat skills are terrible to compensate for the fact that you actually have combat in that in those games. Oh no no no, um, all you got is. Three batteries and the truth. Yeah, you ha you have no form of self-defense whatsoever. You can't even, like... I guess yeah. the most you can is you can push enemies off of you if they get too close, and then you still have to run. Yeah. Thankfully, the batteries are not consumed just by using your camera, basically, although using yeah. the night vision does. Mm -hmm. Also worth noting, uh, the difficulty level is actually adjustable. You know, there are four yeah. levels, and... And um, the difficulty affects things like um, the amount of batteries you can carry, the amount of batteries you find, I think. Like, not too sure on that, but definitely the amount of batteries you carry. Like, um, I think, like, the amount of um, mental patients you have to deal with, because I was reading a fa an FAQ where there was supposed to be an attack, but there was no, like, 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 the guy was just, he killed someone and he just stood there. I'm like, okay. I, I guess that happens at a higher difficulty level. So, or AI broke either or. I played it on the easiest level because that was the last thing I needed to deal with. <laughs> is a game that makes me feel extremely uncomfortable playing it. That's also hard. I'm like, <laughs> it can be. Uh, I'm like, I hesitate to say use the word hard, but I'm like. You know, this game is definitely a survival horror game in the fact that the controls are kind of clunky. Mm -hmm. Like, not maybe um, Resident Evil tank yeah, it's controls. Not, it's not tank controls, but it's basic WASD, and yeah. sometimes you have to line up. I mean, I, when you're climbing up the scaffolding to get into the building, you're not going to fall off unless you try to, really. But at the same time, I had a little bit of... I had to try a couple times to get into the gatehouse at the very beginning of the building because uh, I, I wasn't lined up appropriately with the door. Yeah, and also this game is a tad unpolished mainly because I kept getting hung up on architecture. 
Yeah, that was a problem for me too. And believe me, that that pissed me off to no end because yeah, I died to that more than once. Because you know, I'm running and I'm like, ah, shit, I'm fucking stuck on the wall somehow. Uh, you know, it's just enough time to get you know stabbed or clubbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, uh, like I said, this game is actually um is probably gonna last you a while. Um, probably less when you realize that um, like a lot of indie horror games, there's a lot of empty space. You know, there's a lot of oh hey, it looks like there's gonna be stuff here, but there isn't actually stuff here. Like, you know, if you take out set pieces, it's not even set pieces. It's like literally empty rooms mm-hmm. that you know, just kind of there to maybe waste your battery. Yeah, I mean they do have set pieces. Um, a lot of them involving this really big mental patient who they warn you about in some of, you know, uh, Chris Walker, like yeah. he shows up a lot, and you know he. You know, he's like an eight-foot man mountain who can break down reinforced doors and shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, he like he he's actually like your first real challenge. Um, you know, um, when you unlock the security gates, and all of a sudden he shows up. You know, you better be hiding in that locker, and he doesn't see you. I mean. He's like, you know, these guys are also stupid because, you know, here's a bit of an immersion breaker. Um, several times these guys would um, open the locker next to me, but never open the locker I was in. Yeah. Probably because, you know, that would be an actual bullshit um, ending and that would kind of defeat the purpose of the camouflage. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, okay, you know, I get that you're nuts, but you were clearly um, cognizant enough to check one of the lockers. I think they do that in Clock Tower sometimes, where, like, you're yeah. in a room, and there are lockers to hide in, and there's also, like, another place to hide, and, like, he'll go and check the lockers. Yeah, or right. closet, as the case would. I think it would be a closet. Yeah, another immersion breaker I've noticed is that the, some of the enemies seem to have a certain out-of-bounds point where they won't follow you any further. Yeah, that happened. On the other hand, these are mental patients, so maybe they just have some kind of hang-up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is something that can be uh, hand-waved away. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, let's see. As far as, like, actual impact and all that stuff, I think this game was fresher in 2013 than it is now mm. because well here's the thing you know um a, a lot of the aesthetic in this game i've seen in other indie horror games yeah this is one of the things that started the recent asylum revival of indie yeah. horror games not well, that I mean, that was ever a particularly unused uh, genre of there was a period games. where it wasn't used that often well, yeah. it, it's important to realize that this game sold 4 million copies. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it kind of gonna... brought back the whole Asylum thing. Right. Um, also worth noting, um, as far as the sequel goes, uh, well, this kind of follows in the 
horror tradition of different characters, same universe deal. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I don't know too much because, well, I haven't played the second one, and honestly, the second one is going for way too much right now. Yeah, that particular flavor of sequel is used a lot in horror things because it allows for the possibility of terrible, terrible things happening to the main character of the game, and you don't know that they come out fine because there's a sequel. Yeah. Well, indeed, um, let's talk price here. Um, so, regular price is nineteen ninety nine for the base um, game, and nine uh, no eight ninety nine for the Outlast Whistleblower DLC. Um, so about $30 complete, but so here's the thing. We are recording this a few days before Halloween, and so the game is on deep discount on Steam right now. Yeah, it's 80% off, because, yeah. you know, Halloween sale. They, they're, they're selling lots of horror games at pretty steep discounts. Right, well, it's also, keep in mind, this game is about four years old, has mm-hmm. a sequel, so... They can discount it down to four ninety nine, and um, the DLC is going for one seventy nine. I mean, obviously, if you are into this, if you haven't played this game for some uh, some reason yet, um, these are you know go now, go buy this now. Yeah. Just go. Mm-hmm. And this is also something that's on regular sales and whatnot. So if you miss right. it during the Halloween sale, it'll probably be in this um, Christmas sale. Yeah. You no. Know, um, you know, as far as its regular price, that's twenty, thirty dollars. Well, given its sale frequency, I would just say wait for you know another sale of this caliber. You know, maybe not this caliber, but just wait for another sale. Yeah. Twenty bucks. You know, yeah. 20 this bu- this is definitely worth somewhere between ten and twenty. Yeah, and then it seems to have the length and the content um, for a twenty dollar game, mm-hmm. like. You know, it's just yeah. If you're if you're like um, from the team here and you're not into horror, don't apply. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, probably the best bundle uh, going right now is the Outlast Trinity bundle, which I believe includes the second game. Yeah, it's like it includes Outlast first two. First game, first game, second story DLC, and third game, or yes. s- second game. It, it, it's all of the Outlast, and it's going for $16.19. That's a very um, specific price, but um, even if... Uh, regular price is $30. So, you know, you, you'd basically be getting one of these things for free at that price. You know, mm-hmm. from, you know, from what I heard, Outlast 2 isn't nearly as good as the first one. This is just based on what I've seen online can't verify that personally until like the day Outlast 2 um, becomes available to us one way or another mm-hmm. tried to have red barrels but I think they were too busy making the game um, to come on the show like um, let's see uh, anything else you want to say about Outlast here it's a game go play it if you like horror if you don't go find something else yeah, the atmosphere is very thorough, which is good for people who want to be scared by a game. Uh, I guess the game itself has some uh, trigger warnings, basically, on it, so... 
Uh, if those are things you aren't interested in, then this is probably not the game for you because this is not a game th about nice things happening to good people. Yeah, like yeah, the second game. trailer on the site, basically, if that doesn't entice you, go look elsewhere. Yeah, it should be mentioned, there are going to be some really disturbing scenes in this game, um, especially in the DLC towards the end. Um, I won't say anything about it, though, but yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. And if you enjoy being disempowered and being scared, this game's for you. <laughs> Which there are certainly people who enjoy that. Mm -hmm. It's like it's why survival horror is a fairly popular genre. You know, mm -hmm. maybe not mega popular, but um, you know, certainly a, there's certainly a market for it. Right. Um, anything else you want to say on uh, Outlast here? I think we're good. Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> All right, so um, be sure to stay tuned as we move to our next game, uh, Glow. Now, uh, this is a that, game... That's Glow without a W, which is relevant because there is a game called Glow with a W, and for a while I thought that's the one we were reviewing. I'm like, you didn't actually buy that one, did you? I did not. I mean, I suppose if you want to pick up the other glow, you know, there's still time. But yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So, glow only I got, so I'm gonna be doing the heavy lifting here. Not that there's much heavy lifting. This is probably gonna be a short review. It's one of those. I would. It's not a mobile game. It's definitely not a mobile game port. The controls definitely show. This was made for like. You know, you play it with a controller. It's just, it's a very simple game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not necessarily a short game, but more on that later. Um, but it's definitely short. There's about 100 levels kind of deal that, you know, they're very bereft length kind of deal. Anyway, more on that in a bit after the break. And until then, I wish you good gaming. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.